Hey everybody, it's your boy Jorge Bravo here. I'm telling you guys, do you want to check out the Three Count Podcast? It's pretty awesome. Thanks. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast. Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I've said this so many times, like it's just tripping on my tongue. So... I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. I really should have practiced that red leather, yellow leather thing. But anyway, I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, as always. And we have a roster for you today. And let's go down that roster. Coming in, he's the one person that you can always rely on to be tardy. But that's because we have to wait for the stars. So give it up for the man who wins Oscars, Grammys, Emmys, and even Tonys. And he's actually been nominated for four Best Kiss Awards in the MTV Movie Awards categories. Give it up for the man, Jeremy Showtime Grimes. I like to put it out there that I'm actually on time today. So, um... (laughs) Next on the roster... He is my longest friend. He's been around me since, you know, 1996, which to me has been a long time. Too many. He is the man. He's also uh, wearing a Darby Allen shirt because I bought it for him because I didn't want to buy him a large pizza. Give it up for the man, Lou, the franchise. He had to buy it because he lost a bet. (laughs) I did. I really did. So... This is a three count presents now into the ring, which means one thing for you. We have a special guest. This guest, you can find her, you know, sometimes attached to Riot City. You know, there's some stuff out there for her. But more importantly, you can find her in the Goddesses of War. And I have to admit, it's been pretty awesome to watch back. So give it up for the great one, the only female to graduate from Sicken's Compound. That is Kaya McKenna. Bring a little magic to the show tonight, guys. Hey, we are happy that you decided to join us. Of course, of course. So, really, first question I always ask everybody, because it's really fun for me, is who is Kaya McKenna? Who is Kaya McKenna? Kaya McKenna is a good witch. She's not a bad witch. She's a good witch. She's there to do good things. Because she doesn't, she sees that there's so much imbalance in the world when it comes to like good and evil and the path of darkness and the path of light. So she's there to guide everybody to the neutral path. So everyone's walking in peace and harmony. She's the conduit of karma. So goes around, comes around. And perhaps she has a little bit of a say in how quickly that happens. I love it. Actually, like, (laughs) I've been like watching all like so much footage and I'm just like yo this is like one of the most lit things I've ever seen and I've just I I feel like I'm uh I feel like I was like watching like the Wizard of Oz and I'm like this is this is exactly what I needed right here in my life yeah it's supposed to be very ethereal and magical so I'm I'm so glad that it's coming off that way (laughs) that's one of the goals of my characters to be light you know so I can dig it so Really, like, the first thing I like to ask a lot, well, after that, I like to ask a lot of people is, what drives you into business? Honestly, this is going to be, like, such a lame answer, but I just, it's fun. Like, we all want to be successful. We all want to work at the best places that are out there. We all want to, you know, have the best matches. And basically, 
do that, right? But for me, it's about having fun. I feel like I have had so much fun on this journey. It's not been a very long one for me. I've only been around the business like two and a half years at this point. But I've made so many friends along the way. I have so many good memories. I've gotten to go to so many places. So like, you know, I've learned so much. I feel so lucky. Some of the people I've been able to meet along the way that I can now call friends and mentors and places I've gotten to train. And it's just been such an enriching thing to my life that I just want to keep having fun. And I want to keep that close. Like, so no matter what happens, like as long as I'm having fun, that's what I want to do. If I'm not having fun, I'm not going to be wrestling anymore because it's not necessarily worth it if you're not enjoying yourself. Right. So yeah, like that's what drives me is just to continue like having this thing in my life that is just so enriching. That's awesome though. Cause I mean, that's like the number one thing that like, you got it. You just got to find like all that, like you just got to find fun in what you're doing. Otherwise like it's, it's not worth doing. And I, that's the one thing that I'll be honest, uh, Jeremy actually, he's taught me myself, like you just go out, just go out, have fun, sell out and just like, you know, make everything your own. And I definitely like hundred percent agree with him on that. And I obviously I agree with you as well. Yeah. So for me, um, this is kind of one thing I like asking too. Uh, what do you think has been missing from the industry? Um, that's a really good question because it's very subjective. Um, I think we all like different things about wrestling. Even like us, if you're a wrestler, you like different things. If you're a fan, you like different things. We all have these different varying tastes. And one of the cool things is today is like, is there really anything missing? Because we have more variety and availability in wrestling than we've ever had before like I don't know about you guys and I don't want to make myself sound old but I remember sitting on the floor camped out for like Saturday to watch wrestling Monday night to watch wrestling and that's all you got the entire week and then maybe you got a pay-per-view once once every quarter right they were quarterly for a while before they did the monthly so with the availability of everything that's out there like is there really anything missing like if you look for it it's there um like you have WWE obviously is still around. AEW, they're different. Um, New Japan has a huge presence in America. People are now becoming more familiar with that. You know, with the with YouTube, you can actually dig and you can go and watch stuff from the territories. You can watch All Japan. You can watch Michinoku Pro. You can watch like old ECW. Um, independent wrestling has a bigger platform than ever. Like more people have access to like Impact, Ring of Honor, GCW, Black Label Pro. Like it's all right there and at our fingertips. So like, it's not necessarily what's missing, but what have you not found that you would really enjoy? So I just encourage people, if you feel like something's missing from wrestling, dive deeper because you will find something that satiates you somewhere. With all the wrestling that's available these days, there's there's a lid for every pot. <laughs> I like that. I like that answer a lot. It's actually really cool. So you said yourself, you know, you've been in the industry about two and a half years, but everybody has has something right so what advice would you give to up-and-coming wrestlers um i'm gonna give a piece of advice that was actually given to me from becky lynch when i was at black and brave and it was you know they obviously hold sessions where you can ask both her and seth questions they will answer anything like you would not believe the stuff people ask them but they will answer anything and i asked her a question when i was there and that was like when you're coming up with your move set and your character like how did you make those decisions like Let's say you're not somebody who's naturally a freak athlete, right? Like can, can do crazy 450 splashes. Like if you're just, if you're just a person, how do you make it and how do you like thrive? And she said that you need to find what you do well and do it really, really good. She said, don't worry about things that you're okay at. 
or passable at. She's like, focus on what you naturally do well, make that really, really, really good, and you'll be successful. Like, instead of spinning your wheels trying to get okay at things you're bad at, get really good at things you're okay at. And I just always remember that. And even when it comes to, like, my gimmick and stuff, right, like, okay, what am I good at with my gimmick and what isn't working? Like, what can I take and make better and what should I just leave? So... She definitely, that was a great piece of advice. So find what you do and do it well. And then the other thing is, and this kind of maybe ties back into like not everybody being able to wrestle every single style. Like if you're not a big dude, maybe you can't be the brawler that you really want to be in your heart. Or maybe you really want to be that, you know, hotshot cruiserweight, but you're just not aerodynamic. So what you need to really do when you're in that type of position is you need to focus on being memorable to the people by being entertaining and creating moments. It's not necessarily the moves you do. It's not necessarily the crown you wear on your head, but it's like, what can you do in those five, 10, 15 minutes that you're out there engaging with the audience that is going to make you memorable? Like, and for some people that's taking a crazy bump. For some people that's doing a crazy flip. For some people that's knocking somebody out with a punch that everybody remembers the rest of the night. And for some people, it's uh, Doink the Clown throwing a bucket of water on Luna Bacham in 1993. So it's just creating those moments. Or like maybe even a more recent reference people probably actually remember would be like Kurt Angle spraying um, the milk truck, right? Like that that wasn't a physical wrestling moment, but it was a moment that was entertaining. So really think about what you do and what you can do well and how you can be memorable by creating a moment. I have, I have never been speechless on this show. <laughs> that, that's definitely got me. I'm like, that's some great advice. Um, so what we do is we're going to hand it over to Lou and then we'll give it to Jeremy and, and then uh, they'll ask their questions. Okay. Hi, Kaya. Hi, how are you? I am well. How are you? Killing time before it kills me. But isn't that what we're all doing? <laughs> exactly. So can I have your autograph? Absolutely. Uh, yes. No, I will definitely get you a good um, sticker. So the real questions I have. Uh, what is your favorite, what we call game day snack, re- day of wrestling snack? What's your favorite snack to eat? Oh, man. Okay, so I used to always make game day snacks when I was at the um, Black and Brave House student house. And I stayed there when I was going there. So I would always, like, make snacks on Sundays. I would say either chili I make really good chili or buffalo chicken dip because it goes on everything. It's so good. <laughs> That's my favorite game day snack. I like it. What's, what is the uh, worst bump you've ever taken? <sighs> you know, I'm kind of new to the business and this is in, in fear of sounding like a total wuss. I don't actively seek out terrible bumps. Okay. <laughs> like, and it's interesting because in the wrestling world, you will always find like when you're calling a match that if you keep your mouth shut and listen to people around you, there's always some crazy person that's like, I want to get thrown off a house. And then like, all you have to do is be like, yeah, you should do that. And you totally don't ever have to take crazy bumps and you can create your moments elsewhere. (laughs) I have not taken crazy, crazy bumps. I really try to avoid them. I did take a back body drop in training that I thought my soul left my body because like the person who gave it to me was so much bigger than me that and I'm light, so I, like, went flying through the air, and I was dog paddling, like, no, and then I tucked my head, and I bumped, but it was, like, I sat up, like, Ugh. like, it was so I bad, it totally knocked the wind out of me, Come back in. 
you wouldn't think that that would be something that's like super awful but for some reason those just can be brutal especially like if you like breathe at the wrong time or you just get somebody who's bigger than you that just heaves you yeah i got you that would probably be one that i remembered that like my soul left my body yes (laughs) what would your dream match be my dream match hmm I would love to wrestle. God, that's so hard to pick, right? There's so many people we all want to wrestle. Right. I think it would be really fun to wrestle like Bull Nakano or China. That would be my pick. Um, China predominantly because I think she's great. And I think she's like super tall. She has a huge presence and like, I'm tall, so I feel like we would have a good, you know, like, tall, like, wrestling girl match that's amazing. I just, I really like China. I think that that would be really cool to have a match with China. I mean, unfortunately, I don't think I'll be getting that match. Rest in peace, China. But that would be my first pick. All right. Um, if, what sport could you still see yourself doing if you weren't trying to be a wrestler or weren't, weren't being a wrestler? We'll probably go back to doing competitive Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I did that prior to wrestling. I really mm-hmm. liked it. I'd probably just go right back to that. I like that. All right, and last question. What motivates you to continuously to improve your wrestling skills? Um, just like, okay, A, as a female, like, not wanting to be lumped into, like, the, it's okay because she's a girl. Like, you, you hear that a lot in the wrestling world. And I know that we are a lot more open two females having more matches and like there's a big like women empowerment movement in wrestling right now which is all great but what really motivates me to continue getting better is I don't want to be viewed as like she's good for a girl you know I want to be like she's a good wrestler and people do say that like I have heard people say she's a good wrestler and I have heard people say she's good for a girl like the same person say both those phrases so there is a difference and I've always one of the big motivating factors for me is to be somebody to say she's a good wrestler. Um, Another thing that keeps me motivated is like when I was in wrestling school, I was the ugly duckling. I was so bad. It was laughable. I was out of, not that I was out of shape. I didn't have good cardio. I was uncoordinated. Like I'm kind of awkward and tall, like, and it just didn't come to me naturally. So I really had to bust my ass to like get to a level where I was good and that they would graduate me. And I just always use that in the back of my head, how, like, because I was, like, basically perceived to, like, not be, like, super great, like, right off the start, like, it motivates me to, like, be able to, like, see, see, I was good, I told you I was going to be good, like, and I know that's, like, really petty, but it's a thing, it motivates me, because, you know, when you're the bottom of the barrel, you always want to rise to the top, and you want to prove everybody wrong, so I have a lot of motivation to prove, like, any haters out there wrong. (laughs) Awesome. All right, Jeremy, you're up. All right, so how are you? Very good, very good. How are you? I'm good. (laughs) I'll start by saying you are a good wrestler. Um, I'm able to know that personally uh, by sharing our my first intergender match, and I believe it was your first as well. My first intergender and um, my second match ever out of school, and it will actually be. I spoke with um, Fight Club Pro today, so Jeremy and I are in a triple threat match that will be airing on IWTV within two weeks as part of Fight Club Pro Summer Jam. So make sure you watch that. It's going to be great. The show was incredible. Like, 
but yeah check us out too because we're pretty great too <laughs> absolutely so i mean i'm guessing i mean it hasn't been that long since that match so you if you had any extra matches since then um i haven't seen them unfortunately i've been kind of off of social media um do you have any upcoming matches that you're uh, looking forward to though I do. I have um, I have a match coming up September 26th at Goddesses of War 2 in Ocean Gate, New Jersey against Adriana Mosley. So I'm really excited because like I've not had the chance to wrestle somebody with her particular like moveset and her particular approach to wrestling. So that'll be a cool like clash of styles for us. You know, I really have been doing a lot of research into how I'm going to pull this win off, but I think I can do it. I'm pretty confident. I've been manifesting, you know, the whole witch thing, right? magic shit um so i'm excited about that match i think it'll be a great match um yeah that's the only one i really have on the docket i know that's sad but with the pandemic it's kind of been a little bit slow i've been doing a lot of um training on the weekends and i've also been kind of going to other places to help out a lot to try to get in bigger places so it's all about networking and it's all about uh, quality over quantity at the end of the day. You know, you want to be on bigger and better shows. You continue to stick your hand in the cookie jar and just help out. And that's the way to do it. So uh, that's also good advice for any young wrestler that's going to be watching the podcast. Um, don't choose a, I, I'm not saying not to choose a free show, but don't choose a free show whenever you have a chance to go network in a bigger program and go on to do better things. Here's the thing is nobody's going to say no to your help. Trust me. There's so much shit going on on the day of a show. They always need people, even if it's for something as dumb as like watching the door, right? They need people. Message them, ask them, tell them you'll be there. Don't tell them you're a wrestler. Don't tell them any of that. Just say, I want to come out and help. Or, you know, you can be like, oh, I just got out of wrestling school and I want to help or whatever your reason is. Just tell them you're only there to help. You're not trying to get anything out of it yet. You will be welcomed with open arms. But it's not always going to be easy because I did just recently drive an hour and a half. Like, I drove um, Saturday night. We left, went to Indianapolis, Indiana, drove overnight for GCW, AIW, helped out all day, and then immediately got back in the car and drove back to Philadelphia and was there Monday morning. So it's not always going to be a very short, quick, easy drive when you really want something. You kind of might have to, you know, go really out of your way to make it happen. (laughs) But do it. It'll be worth it. And it's a fun experience. It's only being in the car with four people for 11 hours, and it's the same four people. Absolutely. So my next question is, you have had taste with an intergender match. Uh, Would you still be interested in doing more intergender wrestling? Absolutely. Um, I'm 5'9 and 170, so I feel like I'm a formidable opponent to most male wrestlers. You Um, were actually the biggest person in our match. I think I was, yeah. Sure. You were uh you had that Charlotte vibe. I'm okay with it though. Charlotte's the queen, right? She's the queen and I'm the goddess. Which brings me to my next question. What inspired you for your gimmick? You're a good oh. witch and everything like that. Um like what exactly like I know with me, um, for my gimmick it was doing theater through um growing up through school and stuff like that and wanting to be an actor. So that really fueled me to want to be the independent film star. Um, In my maternal family, we have witches. We are witches. Like, it's not a work. I'm a witch for real. So (laughs) they always say, like, the best gimmicks come from something that's really a part of you that's amplified. You know, I guess in your case, like, this love for theater and acting. And in my case, 
doing witchy shit. So um, I thought, I was like, this could be a really cool gimmick, like if I did it different, right? So that's why I'm, I'm the good witch. My family are gray witches, so we're not like evil, scary witches or anything like that. We don't practice black or dark magic. But there are a lot of women in wrestling who do do some sort of like very gothic, very sorceress type witch gimmick. And that's, that's great too, but I really am kind of there to be like the juxtaposition to that. Like, I am the path of light. If they're the path of darkness, I'm the path of light. Um, and my look, as far as like how I go about presenting myself, is I'm very heavily inspired by Stevie Nicks. So <laughs> if I can, that, that's, that's where it comes from, is like that familial history and then this like kind of, I really like Stevie Nicks and this would be a cool looking wrestling type thing too, so. All right, so my last three are, two are wrestling related and one's not. That's fine. Um, with, what is your favorite food? Crabs. I like crabs, but I'm from Maryland, so I feel like that's an expected answer. <laughs> right. Uh, favorite wrestling theme song? Favorite wrestling theme song? Um, I'm also from Maryland, and my parents are from D.C., so, like, Batista all the way. Love Batista's song. I love Batista's entrance. There's nothing like being in D.C. and seeing a Batista entrance. It's the greatest thing, so... Right. And lastly, if you had to choose one promotion that you would love to work for at the end of the day and have them cut your checks for you, where would it be and why? I don't know. I don't want to like pigeonhole myself. Um, as far as like indies, I'd love to work at GCW. I think that'd be great. They have some great, like, I really like technical wrestling. That's a big part of my moveset. I'd love to be able to like get to a point where I'm in there and I can mix it up with some of the best technical wrestlers that they have come through there that are super great. Like Lee Moriarty's great. Um, so yeah, indies as far as that, as far as like making money, like, you know, <laughs> I mean, obviously isn't the dream for all of us to work for WWE. Like nobody, like realistically, like all of us as little children wanted that, right? Like when you were pretending to wrestle in the living room with your siblings, like on the couch, you were, that's what you were thinking. So yeah, obviously, like, I think the big thing would be to be with WWE, but I would be just as happy, like, working at, like, AEW, honestly, or even, like, Impact. Like, I just, I enjoy wrestling. It's fun, so. Alrighty, that's all I got. Cliff, back to you. All right, well, somebody decided that they wanted to come say hi before all else. Hi. Can you say hi to Kaya? Hi. How are you? I'm good. You doing good? I didn't wake you up, did I? No. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, sure, we're good. <laughs> yeah, so she's uh, she's determined to be the second person to graduate from Sickens uh, Training School. To, you can do it. You know. Stick with it. Just stick with it. But when you graduate, like, keep training. Go other places. Like, I went to Black and Brave. I would I go to Worldwide Dojo and train at Cheeseburgers. Keep learning. Like, don't just say, okay, I graduated. There's so much out there. Take it all in. But, yeah, for you, to bed. Oh. <laughs> I, only, I only want I only uh, to say hi. <laughs> and she's off. <laughs> yeah. That's our great interruption for the day. We always get cool. We always get run-ins. It's always weird. People show up late to our show. But these are all the... 
run-ins and screwy finishes galore, but it's very entertaining. <laughs> it is just so much fun. I love this show. I'm not going to lie. So Like TNA between like 05 and 08 where everything was just like total chaos and like a mess, but you loved every second of like how crazy it was. Yeah. Yeah. And the craziest part is that Kira is probably the most over person of all of us. <laughs> she just comes and graces you guys with her presence and is like i'm out yeah and she's like she's like yep i'm the boss and then she bounces and it's cool <laughs> all right great for her so that's all the questions that we have for you so now we're going to go into the world famous 10 count questions here's how it works all right series of questions first answer to come to your mind you cannot fail this exam we've literally asked people SmackDown or Raw? And one time we got pumpkins. So just saying. Oh, wow. Literally the first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah, it was literally that. It was cool. So let us put our imagine, imaginary time on the clock. Bing! There it is. And our first question to come to you, Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Raw or SmackDown? SmackDown. Yeah, I was just waiting for pumpkins. Favorite color? Favorite color? Teal. Last show that you binge watched? That I binge watched? Um, Lucifer. Best workout song? Best workout song? A New Level by Pantera. Let's go. Yeah, that All was right. the first thing that came to my mind. So. Hawk or animal? Hawk or animal? Animal. Starbucks or Dunkin'? Starbucks. All right, see, we, we work on that. Favorite finisher? Favorite finisher, the Emerald Flosion. Too hot or too cold? I'd rather be cold. <laughs> and my favorite question to ask every single person that comes on this show, favorite curse word? Oh, I say shit a lot. I know that's not like ladylike, but it just come, happens in passing so many times throughout the day. Like dog runs out the door, shit. Get a piece <laughs> of my job that I'm like, is going to be a pain, shit. You know, like, ah, shit, here we go. You know, it's just, it, it, for some reason, like, that one just sneaks in all the time. I've actually been trying to clean my language up. My mom always is like, it's not ladylike, it's not polished, it's not refined, whatever. And she's 100% right. Like, but I also, like, it, I don't know. I've been working on it. I think I'm doing better. I haven't been too crazy in this interview. I've tried to keep it clean. You've done a great job. So, last thing for you, Kaya. Can you let our listeners and viewers know where they can find you on social media? I am on Twitter and Instagram under the handle at Kaya, M-C-K, K-A-I-A-M-C-K. I do not have a Facebook page that's like public for wrestling or a group or any of that because I just can't deal with Facebook. <laughs> I just can't deal with Facebook. But um, I do have both those platforms of social media. I'm very active. Please follow me. Um, if you message me on there, I do try to get back to you as long as you're like a reasonable human being that's not asking crazy things. Um, it might take a day or two, but I always try to answer everybody and I'm there. So come hang out. I'm not, I'm kind of new to Twitter. Instagram, I'm pretty good at, um, but Twitter, man, it's a whole new world. Twitter's one of those live by the sword, die by the sword things. Like you got to figure anything you say on Twitter at any given point in any moment could be the thing that kills you or launches you to the moon. So I probably do a lot of overthinking when I use Twitter, but it's not a bad thing. I legitimately use Twitter to promote the Three Count Podcast and myself, and that is it. 
And if I happen to catch a wrestler that caught my eye, like during like an interview or something, I go find that person and bring them on the show. Like that's legitimately how it goes for me with Twitter. Yeah, I don't actually have personal social media on Twitter or Instagram. So I just, mm -mm, I'm good. Like if I want to get up with you in real life, like I will get up with you in real life. I mean, I, I couldn't, I don't understand how people like manage all this social media, right? How they have like their Twitter, their Instagram, their Twitch, their whatever, like their Facebook. Um, what else do people use these days that are big ones? I guess on Snapchat, right? Is that a big one too? TikTok, like I don't even know how TikTok works, except I know that R-Truth has an incredible TikTok if you ever need to be entertained. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like so whack, but like so good. <laughs> yes, he's, am he's amazing. His TikTok game is amazing. Actually, another person I really love watching their TikTok, I'm, I know we're going off, um, Peyton. Peyton, Peyton Royce has oh, a yeah. TikTok. Yeah. She's yeah. Some people just get it. Like some people like find something and they're like, I know how this works and they get it. Like, and that's definitely two great examples of that. Although our truth just seemingly throughout the years has committed to whatever they have asked of him to do balls to the walls, full throttle. Like there's not a second of doubt in his mind. Like even when he was doing his promos with Brock Lesnar, like he was committed and it was great. It was great TV. And I think that everybody can, you know, we talk about advice for people that are like coming into the business, like, Take some notes from R-Truth because he is super great at creating moments, whether they be in the ring, whether they be promo moments or like just BS moments or TikTok moments. Like he given to work with and manipulates it so it's good for him. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, I, 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 every time I think of like an r I, every time I think of an R-Truth mo mo uh, moment, I have a different one in mind every single time. So like uh, from Brock Lesnar promo that you mentioned, yeah. uh, the Royal the Royal Rumble where he ran down, pulled the ladder out, and tried to climb up like he was gonna grab the money in the bank. Yeah. Um, to the money I in the bank. <laughs> I love the whole um, gimmick they had with Carmella and him, where she would like just ride on his back as they were defending the title <laughs> all over the place. Like that was so like silly, but so good. Like, and I guess if you really want to say something from wrestling these days I would say it's more stuff like that it's just like silly and breaks up the wrestling you know um there was a lot of that when we were all growing up I'm sure that we miss sometimes and I like when we get little tastes of it and antics like that because it's just fun like it's it's a variety show um it's one of those things right like if you say like I always say wrestling's like an ice cream store go in and make your Sunday. like you can you can do whatever you want and I think some of the people that are most the most successful in wrestling when it comes to putting together good cards are people that understand that need for variety. Like people that know, like, let's do a tag match. Let's do a women's match. Let's do a gimmick match. Let's do a comedy match. Let's do a hardcore death match. But let's put it all on this one card and we're going to put it in an order that it brings people up and brings people down and they feel like they're being entertained. So You're right. more of that, please. More thought into, like, the structure of what we're watching. <laughs> Well, there you go. Tons of great advice and even, you know, some suggestions on characters that you should be following. But for that, I am your host, Cliff Red Dog Miller, here with Jeremy Showtime Grimes, here with Luda Franchise. This is the Three Count Presents, now entry to ring, Kaya McKenna. She's amazing. Go check her out. Follow her. Give her all your likes and all your love. And for that, this is us, so catch us on the next episode and be there or be somewhere else. Just chill to the next episode.
What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give subscribe, turn the bell on, turn the notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.